0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 97 of the Waste of Webspace podcast, starring Jimbo and Fisher. And straight into today's episode, I thought we'd uh, get straight on with our episode title today, not dilly-dally about, um, and today's episode title is Song for Whichever Caterpillar, and this is a parody song of Song for Whoever by The Beautiful South. You heard that before, Fisher?
1: Oh, I don't know. Uh, let, let's listen to it and I'll work out whether I uh... I'll it's I'll the one like that goes, the Jennifer,
0: Alison, Philip, Sue, that one. Anyway, yeah. are you ready for it? Yep. Here we go.
2: I'll eat you from the bottom, right up to your face. I'll eat your feet, your sprinkles, and your eyes sim. Eat you because you've got a very smiley face Doesn't matter which shop you were made Sometimes you're expensive sometimes you're cheap I wait until everyone in the house is asleep And when they are, I go downstairs, I will creep And I will eat, I'll eat I'll eat, I'll eat Oh Cuthbert, oh Colin Oh Curly, oh Clyde I've eaten so many of you that I forget your name, I forget your name Colin, Carly, Wiggle Cecil and Clyde Curly and Cuthbert too, I forget your name Colin, Carly, Wiggle Cecil and Clyde Curly and cuff, but I forget your name.
0: So there you go. Um yeah, song for whichever caterpillar. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Do you like that? Uh yeah, good song, well done. I quite like the calling the caterpillar cakes, and obviously it's a reference to the legal issue between Aldi and Marks and Spencer's. Of course. Uh, uh Marks and Spencer's alleging that Aldi's caterpillar, which I think is called Cuthbert but the Caterpillar is an infringement on it, calling the Caterpillar. Even though there's a lot of caterpillars
0: in all other shops, pretty much every single shop does its own mm. caterpillar cake.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Uh, have you got a favorite? Um, have
0: you got a favorite? Is it?
1: No, nah, the, the last time I I bought a Colin the Caterpillar cake, I'll be honest, I actually left it that long. It turned into Brian the Butterfly. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. Oh so well. Not very. That, that is right. Caterpillars do turn to butterfly, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I, I
0: tried to make my own cake, caterpillar cake, once. Um and you know as you do when you're cooking sometimes you have a couple of drinks don't you Um you know when when you make, when you're baking you know, or whatever a few glasses of wine a bit of beer uh they say caterpillar to cake you know end up absolutely legless um hey. but anyway <laughs> yeah I um. Mean,
1: I'm- I made a caterpillar cake, but to be honest, it didn't really look that much like a JCB, so you know, <laughs> not very good.
0: Uh, we, we might talk a little bit more about that later. On. Have we got any breaking news for sure? um Anything you want to you want to tell us? Um, so uh, instead of wearing uh, instead of wearing you know your own clothes, like or, or, your, or your your wife's clothes, which is something you've done in recent episodes, you're now wearing uh, Jack's clothes, as I can see. Yeah, Jack and somebody else's Jack, clothes. Um,
1: yeah, um, yeah. we well, said Jack and Jones, which obviously is a, a, a clothes manufacturer, but yeah. Yeah, it's just a shirt that I just threw on you. Yeah. Any old fashionable item I'll wear. Mm-hmm. So I've not got going got a huge amount of breaking news. You're not gonna play the, the intro to breaking news?
0: Uh, well, just just so we can play something? Yeah. I've got a bit lost at the minute. One second. What 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 did you want again? Breaking news? Yeah, we've got breaking
1: news to teacher, haven't we?
0: Yeah, sorry. So what's your breaking news? Well, I've not really
1: got news to be fair. We'll only ask um... for it if you've got something good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm back playing cricket at the moment. Well, that's, um, that's worthy
0: of breaking news.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you want to ask me about my match-winning innings, Jim Bath? Um Nah. <laughs> oh, <that's
0: laughs> You're going to tell us anyway, aren't you?
1: I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's, it's team game, isn't it, really? So I'm not really going to go on about and wax lyrical about how um, I think we put on a, a club record for the final wicket to... Uh, um, a, I think we put on 30 off for the final wicket to to win the game on Saturday in our first game of the season. I finished 75 not out. Is that what? What's your best score? Your uh, personal best? best? My best score is 80.
0: Oh, I bet you were a little bit disappointed then, weren't you? Trying to turn a positive into a negative here?
1: um, No, but I was. I was very happy. I I didn't. Oh, here we go. I was happy for the
0: team. It's all. It's a team sport. It's all about the team. It doesn't matter about individual. uh,
1: All that rubbish. I'm captain so I've got to say that even if I don't truly believe it. Um, but yeah, no, it was a it was a fantastic win. I was very very pleased. I had a roar of I I, I even like jumped up, I mean I didn't I didn't quite go full on David Pleat when uh, you know Luton won that game of football in like the nineteen eighties and go running across the pitch in a pair of slip-on shoes, but I, I did sort of jump up and celebrate and I I think I dropped my bat on the floor and I took my helmet off and punched my helmet for some reason. That's a piece of cricket equipment before you were uh, get any mm. other ideas. And yeah, all good fun. So have you got much breaking news? Uh, I don't know. Have you think... done more home brewing?
0: Uh well, so after we ha- we had my well, it's not here anymore, but my bottle of homebrew last week you had one and I had one. Uh, you, uh well, you,
1: I, I had a little bit of it. I poured the rest down
0: the sink. to so right, uh... was you okay the next day?
1: Yeah, so I was fine. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, well I I went to tr- because so because of
0: the success of the bottles, because I, I told you if you might remember in the last episode I put I took five pints or five bottles out of the uh, main brew and I've le- and I left the other. Um, the rest of the the 35 pints in a pressure barrel because I wanted to have a go at at brewing the second fermentation in a pressure barrel so I could serve it from the uh, pub shed pump. And so I thought, well, I'll I'll give it a try then because it's so successful, the bottle, I'm going to give it a try. So I tried it from the pressure barrel and yeah, it was a lot more like what you'd expect from homebrew. Um, oh, okay. Although I think it's because it was a little bit early, so I needed to leave it a bit longer because it's been in a pressure barrel in the shed. It's been a bit cooler in there. Probably not finished. It needed a bit more sugar as well. So I'm hoping it can still be rescued. So what? We're a week week later now. Maybe in another week, I'll be able to. I'll give it. I'll be able to give it another go. Um, yeah.
1: I don't. I don't quite know what the aftertaste of that beer was like. Was it? I don't know, I don't think it got a bit of a, is it IPAs tend to have a bit of a sour taste to them anyway, don't think. Yeah, sour? I mean it was definitely it definitely had still
0: the homebrew sort of aftertaste to it, which is what you tend to get anyway. Um yeah. but I was very impressed. Yeah, to to me it was still more like a best bitter though. I mean which hmm. it takes us nicely on to drinks anyway, don't it? Should we, should we go on to drinks? I mean I'm playing football yeah. straight after this, so I'm gonna to have to be sensible. Um and I've got I've got a mole. Uh do you wanna have a look okay. do you wanna have a look at it? Yep, is it in your hole? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I've got I've got a mole and it's from St. Mars of the Desert. I had a few one of their drinks a few weeks back. Um the base in Sheffield St. Mars of the Desert. I'm trying to think where where they're. I think the base at um I'm sh- pretty sure, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure they are down at the Neepsend area. There's quite a few breweries yeah. down there. Um might be wrong though, but uh, yeah. Um so I've never tried this one, Mole Session IPA. Um 4.3%. Uh yeah, so Session hazy. So let's have a pour this one. What have you got?
1: Uh, I've got some Berliner Pilsner, uh, which is a German lager. I can't really read you much about it because all the writing's is German on the, on the label. So um, 5% <coughs> imported by James Clay to the UK, which I presume is the name of the business as opposed to just one person. Um, and imported and distributed by someone in New Zealand, which is a bit unusual because we're in the UK. But it just say it's brewed and canned in Germany, um, specifically in Berlin. It's got a picture of a bear on the front of it. I don't know if that makes any difference to you. Uh, I bought it from la in Chapel Town. It, it came silver um, in the World Beer Awards. We said World Beer Awards Germany. I think it says silver, so make your mind up. Was it the World Awards or was it German Awards? No one really knows. <laughs> um, but yeah. Berlin a Pilsner let's uh, let's see what this is like I said bought it from Lardy dar on Station Road in Chapel Town which is a fantastic little um little um, I, I also went down to, to get, get mine from Lardy
0: dar was and... a bit I was a bit short actually on uh, on on local beers so I went uh, went down to Lardy dar and picked some up this evening um That's so, quite yeah, nice. Yes. That's good though. That. And uh, mine likewise. Mm. Very good I only wish I could stay and have the rest of it but I'm going to have to keep some in the fridge and have the rest of it when I go back from football. Well um, um, how strong is it? Well, it's 4.3%, but you don't want to be running around with a beer, beer in your belly, do you? I have a beer belly, but I don't want to be running around with beer in my belly. If
1: um, you until 9 o'clock,
0: you'll be fine. <laughs> you, might, you might have noticed as well that I am wearing a England... I don't know if I wore this a few weeks ago or if I've wore it before, but I'm wearing an England shirt. Um, 90, did, 1998, is that? Good shout. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, 1998. Oh. So this was my really my first proper... When I sort of... How it happened, I don't know, because if you watch football now, and England football in particular, you'd it's you, very hard to fall in love with it. But uh, I did, back in 1998, watching uh, England in the World Cup in France, uh, and when Mark Lohan sprung onto the scene. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, as you know, a big favourite player of mine. Uh, such a favourite player of mine that... Uh, When I do see him by the pitch, I completely ignore him and go and say hello to John Mm -hmm. Hartson instead because I didn't recognize him. But anyway, we've had that story before as well. So it's St. George's Day tomorrow. So I thought I would don my England shirt because I I, I recognize that a lot of people, you know, I I love St. Patrick's Day and I, you know, have a little bit of a celebration Mm -hmm. of St. Patrick's Day when I can. But then when it comes around to St. George's Day, you kind of forget about it a little bit, don't you?
1: Um, yeah. Imagine if they're in Ireland celebrating St George's Day and everyone's going down to the pub and having some pints of Carlin and John yeah. Smiths and all that sort of stuff. Fighting dragons and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't in English, was it, St George? It's Turkish? Yeah, I
0: heard I thought it was, yeah.
1: Maybe we could do a quiz on it sometime. Mm. Um but do you know do you know who was famously born
0: uh, at St George's Day? Um It's my dad's wife's
1: birthday. Um I didn't realise she was that famous. Is it Shakespeare? It is Shakespeare. Ah, well there you go. So And didn't Do you know what ruined his one of his birthdays later on? I think when he was in his (laughs) forties, was it his death? He died on the same day (laughs) as well, born and died on Saint George's Day. He's starting to look a little bit like William Shakespeare. Oh, thank you very much, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, someone someone saw me the other day. Um, and said, hey, William, um, how are you doing? <laughs> it's no, your well, birthday soon, isn't it? <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry to the bad news about you passing away as well. Um, you know, uh, someone I saw someone the other day I've not seen for probably about sort of six, seven months or so. Mm. And do you know what they said to me? Romeo, word, Romeo. Bro. They said, "Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> have you lost your razor or something? <laughs> uh, very nice to see them again. Thank you very much. Yeah. But like, there we got this. is quite a nice beer, and I know it's German, but uh, it's quite a nice beer. This this is for Prince Philip. Actually, yeah. we had a minute silence during our game uh, for Prince Philip. We literally stopped playing uh, at the end of one over, stood there for a minute, observed a minute of silence, and then kind of carried on playing cricket. Now,
0: for I might speak for other people who have got no interest or, or passion for cricket, like uh, like mm. me. Not not I've got no interest, but I just it's not something I've ever been able to get into. Uh, but I mm-hmm. do listen to you and what you're saying and get really into it. But anyway. Um if I was watching a game of cricket and there was a minute silence for Prince Philip, I wouldn't know when the minute started and when it ended <laughs>
1: <laughs> well all, all all the players walked out to the pitch and sort of stood in the middle um on the, either side of the wicket with their head bowed and sort of paid their respects to um to the late Prince Philip.
0: I thought it was just because they realized how boring what they doing what they were doing was
1: <laughs> yeah so it was that's that's very unfair'm very unfair
0: <laughs> I'm only joking. Rich person sport cricket. You need to take up something else like football or something like that. Yeah, there's there's no money involved in
1: football. <laughs> as I think we'll get get on to later on. <laughs> uh, so it's um, your show and tell. It's my show and tell. My show and tell is this. Well, it's, it's not really this. This picture. It's this oh, person. New, new boyfriend. Uh, not quite. No, no. Um, <laughs> he's, he's looking a bit. it's uh, looking a bit apprehensive. He's looking at you there. Actually, he's not very impressed with what you're doing by the looks of it. Okay. Uh, but do you recognise who this person is? Um,
0: is it? Uh, I have no idea. It it is like it I'm me in my obviously. younger days?
1: It's not you in your younger days. No. I could really do with a bit where the mouth moves, so it makes it look like he's on the podcast and I'm not. Yeah. Um, it, well, this is. See, we're getting more viewers when that's when
0: that's on screen, and then when as soon as it, <laughs> it goes down, I can see the numbers dropping. Uh, yeah. Leanne's got in touch, by the way, and says she like she really liked the uh, the uh, song and our idea for Brian the Butterfly. Or was it your oh, idea?
1: That was my idea. Yeah. So my idea, Jimba. Um, so yeah, this is if you don't know, it's Harry Judd who is when he won Strictly Come Dancing in probably 2011, perhaps maybe I don't don't quite know on that front, but I think we're maybe even 2010. Who knows? It might be lighter. He won Strictly Come Dancing one year, and he. Plays drums for McFly. And what have I got to show and tell about him? So is it it about him or is it all about you? Very good. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's about, well, both him and me. Okay. Is it that my, in my opinion, my most famous celebrity interaction on Twitter was with Harry Judd from McFly? Or is it the nearest I ever got to Harry Judd from McFly uh, led to me being sexually assaulted.
0: Okay, I see It's quite a turn up for the podcast, isn't it? Can I just repeat the second one. I, I can't be that surprised a little uh,
1: bit. Uh, the nearest. I, oh, I'll. I will read it out. The nearest I ever got to Harry. Mac, Harry Judd from McFly also saw me getting sexually assaulted. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if I should be laughing at that. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather you didn't. I'd, I'd rather you sort of showed some genuine concern. But... But I'm. I'm very sorry.
0: So let's let's start yeah. with the first one. Um... And uh, I'll get a senior investigator to come and sit with me for the second part of the uh, the interview. Uh, yeah. So number one then is your most famous, in- your, your you you would say your your biggest celebrity interaction on Twitch. You all have these little things, don't they? When you know somebody yeah. likes your tweet or mm-hmm. shares it or you know something like that. We I had him in a few weeks ago, and then I Paul Burrell for some reason liking yeah, some yeah. of mine, and I'm then on Benito day. Carboni and and all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And and I would say that. Um, is it both, both the current breakfast presenter of Radio 1 and mm-hmm. breakfast presenter of Radio 2 have both interacted with me in, in some yeah. way in the past? But mm-hmm. again, like we said earlier, this is about McFly, Harry Judd, and it's all about mm-hmm. you. It's not about me. i just done yeah. the joke again. I'm going to say then, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you, what, when was this?
1: This was January, Oh, what was it? January 2016, it was, um, and you're not allowed to look on your mobile phone for it. <laughs> if, uh, um, yeah, January 2016.
0: Okay. And what was your tweet about? That what what interaction came? How did the interaction come about? What did you say? What did he say? That kind of thing.
1: Well, I tried a bit of a pun, Um It was. I'll give you the backdrop. January 2016, I think. Um, and England were playing cricket, as you do superstar batsman, Ben Stokes. You must, you, have you heard of Ben Stokes? I have heard of Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes was batting for England. He scored a monumentally large amount of runs one morning in a game in Cape Town in South Africa. I think he scored 250-something. it was the. He became the fastest ever player for England to score a 100. Sorry, to score a double 100, to score 200. He scored 200 off about 160 balls, which is very fast. And basically, that morning, he just smashed the ball around all over the place. Now, a little known fact about Harry Judd. I follow him on Twitter because Harry Judd is a massive cricket fan. He used to play county uh, used to play sort of county junior level cricket. So there's been a couple of um, a couple of these sort of programs where celebrities playing cricket games and all this sort of stuff. You know, you know like there's a Soccer ride Yeah. where yeah. Ollie Merce plays for England and all this sort of stuff. Mm. There's a few cricket things where Harry Judd from McFly plays and he's a very very good player. So I follow him just because of that. And he said, because of how well Ben Stokes was batting, um, maybe he said, if this is the standard it takes to become a good player, I might as well just give up now or something along those lines, basically insinuating he's never going to be able to get up to Ben Stokes' standard. No not one is, obviously, but you know what Ben Stokes was doing was completely and utterly different, uh, to which I said, I tweeted him back and I said, why don't you get, guess what sport I said he should try? Guess what sport I said he should try, Jimbo? Guess what sport I said he should try?
0: Uh, so, so is it something to do with McFly or something like that?
1: I said football. I said, why don't you have a go at McFly fishing? Ah, oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should have said, "Why don't you have a go, at Harry Judo, Jud Harry Judo, Harry Judo?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I went with McFly. How, why don't you have a go, at McFly fishing? Um, yeah. To which he retweeted it and said, "Yes, very good, lol," or something like that. Mm. Um, he acknowledged it. Actually, not just a like, he actually retweeted it and sort of responded.
0: Do you think he actually did laugh out loud? Because people use the LOL, don't they? But uh, often no, probably not know. laughing out loud.
1: I don't think he did. It was sort of in the days a little bit before emojis as well, really. But he mm. said something along the lines of, yeah, very good lol, something like that. See, I,
0: I, I think that, I, I I, believe a lot of that. But mm-hmm. whether Harry Judd would have said, that's brilliant, retweet, all that kind of thing, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> those kind of jokes and I know it all too well fisher, those kind of jokes often fall on deaf ears. Well,
1: depends it depends how good they are in the but I mean mine sometimes don't. Mm. But yeah, that said McFly fishing and he sort of yeah, he said a very good lol. Um just as an acknowledgement of a so, so really good solid put. I've
0: I've got I have got another question outside of the two things to ask, but I'll ask that in a bit. So Okay, uh, okay, number two then, um was that you was you saw Harry Judd somewhere and while you were seeing him there wherever he was he was also sexually assaulted oh, yeah yeah could yeah. could you can can I first start off by guessing did you see him at the student union
1: um sort of yeah it, it was it was it was nearby I, I i didn't actually i i only kind of like saw him through, he it was performing sort of very near where i lived which was just outside the student union mm. it was that big it was an open air gig
0: cuz you, you this is where you've often seen a lot of these uh, sort of bands that were Maybe mm. bigger than they once were and all that sort of thing. Once were and all that kind of thing. I yeah. um, well, presume if you're smaller
1: than you once were, at some point yeah. you've also been bigger than you once were yeah. as well. But yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but you saw so... like Bewitched and yeah, mm. there were other bands that I can't remember. Was it like one Bank. of S Club Seven or something like that?
1: Uh, I think two of so. Bewitched, no, So Venger just... Boys. Venger Boys, seen the Venger Boys? Yeah. Mm. Um, who else have I seen? I've got another one that I've seen that I might give. A... Actually, no, I'll, I'll tell you who it was uh, I once saw. Um, the The singer from Basement Jacks um, on at Our Student Union and I just kind of felt that maybe it must have been a bit of a, a downward turn for the singer from Basement Jacks because I think 18 months before that they'd headlined Glastonbury one time uh, as a replacement for Kylie Minogue and then fast forward on a couple of years and all of a sudden they're performing at Our Student Union in Loughborough which maybe wasn't quite as quite as big. Uh, right, okay um, but we've, we've digressed a bit from the. I'm trying. I'm,
0: I'm trying to get to the stage. It was okay. So you where? Why was you? Where was you seeing him? Why, where did you went to a venue where he was going to be performing or doing some sort of uh, wave to people? Well, I,
1: I was in his vicinity. I was close to him. Mm. I was probably within hundred yards of him.
0: Did you mean to be there?
1: Uh, well, he was outside and I was inside, so I wasn't actually directly with him and near him.
0: So were you? Was you in a bar well, I was or near something? Him, sorry. Was you in a bar and he was outside of the bar? No, I was in the building
1: that I lived in.
0: Oh, you you wouldn't have been in a bar, of course not.
1: Yeah. I was in the library, what are you talking about? (laughs) Um, So I was in the building I lived in, and he was outside the building that I lived in.
0: Okay. So what was he doing outside the building that he lived in?
1: I was getting ready to play, well, presumably getting ready to, uh, he was reading through his tweets, actually, because he had a hilarious joke about fly fishing, (laughs) and they called it McFly fishing. Okay. No, he was was getting ready to perform with McFly on a
0: Saturday evening. So you was inside your apartment, then your student flats, or whatever. Uh, yes. Okay. So in... the the question now leads: How did you end up being sexually assaulted? And what happened? And uh, do you want me to shade you out or something while you talk about it? Yeah. Disguise your voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll pull the pull the blinds down. And uh, um, have you got a teddy bear where um, No. So I was I was going I, the building I lived in. You had um, communal showers. Yeah. So we didn't not have non-suite rooms, so you had to walk to the shower. Um, and I and I'll not do a demonstration of this. I used to walk round. I used to walk to the shower with a towel wrapped around me. And I was walking to the shower with a towel wrapped around me. When... Pe- people are going to
0: think this is some sort of a, a different kind of podcast. If they, you know, it's only what time are we on? <laughs> Ten to six. This is a bit early yeah. for for this kind of smut. <laughs> and there was a there
1: was a bloke there playing the saxophone anyway, just because I was walking through going doo, 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 doo. and I was walking to the shower. Um and I had to I had to kind of go to the end of the corridor. Actually I had to walk upstairs because our yeah. the corridor i lived didn't have any showers. I had to go upstairs. There was an old Ecclesfield P
0: teacher there with a with a register checking you off, make sure you'd uh,
1: gone in the shower. He definitely was checking me off in the shower, don't be don't be disgustful. Um but that, I was going to the shower and I Come, going to watch McFly was a group of um, a group of girls who saw me, and one of them in particular tried to take the towel from me. At which point, <laughs> I effectively—it's not funny. Um, it's not funny. It no. was assault, Jim, Yeah, it was sexual assault. If, if that had been the other way around, and it had been me trying to rip the towel off five girls, or you know, five, four or five men trying to sort of do that to a, a young lady who was going to the shower, it would be. Um, a notable incident. You, are, probably,
0: no, you are right. But, See, when you said um, when you said this at the start, I thought, mm-hmm. y- are you really going to, you know, are we going to, are we going to use those words? Because, mm-hmm. you know, let's take it serious, obviously. Uh, and I thought, are mm-hmm. oh, we going to go too far there with the, with that description? But no, you, you are right. Was, it, it, in, any was, other, in, in any other in any other flicks thing, it would it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and yeah, I've got my I got my shower gel in my hand, my shampoo, my door keys because i I've I'd locked up. And I was walking up, and uh, this this one particular girl from the group uh, was the main, you know, culprit. perpetrator. Yeah. If that's the right, yeah, culprit, perpetrator. Um, and she tried to uh, detowel me, and well, I tried to detowel me. She fairly successfully partly detowled <laughs> me. And, I, I shouldn't laugh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, it was uh, yeah, just a situation. Hmm. Okay, so, so is that true? Did did true? you or... drop
0: did you drop shed said shower gel and everything and, and... And start to, you know, do the only thing that's that you can do in that situation, and and cup. I mean, did, did um, you start after this incident? Did you start wearing your cricket boxers shower, just in case yeah. any de should happen again.
1: Um, after that, I I generally tried to go with boxer shorts underneath my towel, just as a you know, it's just one of the things you have to uh, unfortunately have to do um, because I didn't I didn't particularly want to be um, revealing myself in front of. A, a group of ladies who were, who were, to be fair, most of these ladies probably just wanted to go on, a, on an evening out. As well, one of them uh, wanted to were they were they student
0: age as well? So were they your age or were they were they older
1: ladies older than you at the time? Uh, uh, no, they were. I think they were. They they were they were young, they, they were students, but I think they were all a year younger than me. I think they were a just started university. It was right at the start of the term. They were thinking it was uh, it was student high jinks and high spirits. Right, which it wasn't. Um, Did you report no, the incident?
0: I didn't, no. See, this um, is why you should, I... because that's only going to... Con- if you don't report incidents like this, then mm. predators like that are going to continue to go and remove towels off
1: innocent men walking to showers. Yeah, um, I should have done. I should have taken a moral stand and said that, you know, my I'm not a piece of meat at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Um, and people shouldn't try and, you know, force me to... Reveal myself in front of a, a group of um, young women, hmm. some of whom probably didn't want to see parts of my body that um, not many people have seen.
0: <laughs> oh, right, okay, I'm gonna have to make a guess then, and I, I feel really? like I feel like I can't really guess the first one because it's quite a thing to have made up the second one, and it's quite you know we laugh and we joke about it, but it's not; it's serious is serious and although you may have took it, you may have taken it quite well and quite uh, you know sensibly and just saw, maybe saw the funny side or maybe not uh, or now you can maybe see the funny side or maybe not it's still not good is it so
1: um, um, I don't know He's probably not asked me my feelings on the, on the matter what are your feelings on the matter well I was quite pleased when he retweeted me actually um, yeah, it was a nice <laughs> little pun that I gave out so it was nice to get the acknowledgement of it Ben Stokes was doing well for England is that your answer then yeah um, what well, my feelings on the matter in terms of the second one, if it's yes, yeah, the second one. Uh, well, I don't know. I suppose it's a, a bit of a bit of a double standard. Um, I didn't particularly want the event to happen. If it happened, um, as I say, if it was the other way around, then it would be a mm. a much more notable event.
0: Yeah, and it's not. It's not. You know, like I said, when you when you first said the term sexual assault, I was a, a bit surprised you'd, you'd use that term. But in effect. You you know you, you could have you could have been in your rights to reported it as one, I suppose. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick my neck out. I'm gonna say it's the second one. No, I didn't stick anything there. <laughs> um, uh, you think it's the second one? I, mean, I, I was. Well, I don't, but I do. I think I think it's quite a, a big thing to have said. So yeah, not not a big thing to have said. I just think it's. You're uh, quite right. It was a big. It was a little thing um... to talk about. <laughs>
1: Um, so you think that the nearest I ever got to this man led I also was sexually assaulted at the same time. Yeah, go on. You'd be correct. Well done. Oh dear. Yeah, um, what did you do then? Did you scuttle back off? I went to go and have a shower. I mean, did you get your towel back? What <laughs> was there for? Uh, well, I managed to effectively um, grab the towel whilst you know I stopped the towel from being stolen. I wasn't just sort of stood there completely mentally cupping myself, I did manage to. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't. Re- I didn't reveal too much of myself. Um, oh in all honesty, oh. um, do you know, do you know what the slightly strange bit is yeah. the person who did it? Who was I'm, it? I'm, well, I, I was going to say she's a lesbian. That's not. I think she's probably. I think she probably likes both men and women. Really? Um, okay. But yeah, that's, uh, that definitely, definitely one million percent mm. happened to me. Um, and Harry Judd from McFly and the rest of McFly were very nearby, albeit for the best of my knowledge weren't involved in the incident um but nonetheless that is i think closest i've ever been to them there you go it was a very it, it was a very um i don't know i i i didn't particularly like the incident should i have reported it maybe maybe not um i think uh, I'd, I'd sort of suspect that some of the other um ladies who were there young ladies who were there probably didn't particularly think the uh, incident was very appropriate either um i say the the person who actually did it to me probably wasn't too bothered, or didn't really care that much, but there we go. Um, not a very nice incident and resulted in a change in behaviour because I had to wear boxer shorts on the way to the shower in the future with a towel wrapped right around me. Yeah,
0: which is still something you do to this day.
1: that It's
0: that ingrained in you now that that could happen, yeah. even in your own house
1: yeah just in case someone who lives with me sees me on the way to mm. the ensuite yeah um i have to put my box shorts on and wrap a towel around me yeah well or dressing a, down a
0: flannel obviously uh, yeah. but anyway uh, <laughs> thank you very much Fisher. thank you Uh, Okay, so uh, we're going to do... I've got a feature for you. So we we, kind of briefly mentioned the uh, Cuthbert thing that's been going off uh, with Aldi taking um, Marks and Spencer... No, the other way around. Marks and Spencer taking Aldi to court over Cuthbert the Caterpillar, who is a kind of a copy of Colin the Caterpillar, M&S apparently the, the first of the supermarkets to do this Caterpillar cake, which has been around a long time. But they all do it, don't they? Um, but I think the issue with Aldi's, I think, is that it, it's how very much alike they look, I think, compared to the others, yeah. which have got a more variation. So I thought I'd have a look and see, well, what other incidents are there or um, sort of occasions where they were sort of brands have taken each other to court and so on? Um, I thought there might be quite a few funny ones, but there wasn't that great many, really. <laughs> you know, as you start off with these great ideas and then it's really hard yeah. to find stuff. Um, but I did manage to get some, and I
1: got sort of... Is, um, you say that you start off with some great ideas, it's really hard to find stuff. That's what the person said when they tried to uh, t- tell a lot of the yeah. actually itself it <laughs> So yeah. um, So
0: I got seven where other, other sort of brands and companies have taken themselves uh, to, to sort of court, and there's a few questions as part of each one, uh, a bit of higher and lower, that kind of thing. And then I've got some sort of more odd kind of like lawsuit ones at the bottom where just members of the public have taken certain certain brands to court and so on. Uh which we could do another whole quiz on but I've just picked a few out. Uh, so, your first one then is the case of Dyson versus Hoover. And interestingly Dyson have been in the news haven't they in the last mm. few days because of the uh yeah. again, uh you know, all the sort of the the, the probably not really very official channels that uh, the Tories seem to go down when it comes to giving contracts and tax breaks and all those kind of things. Um, so well, so,
1: so Boris Johnson... Jim, no, ref- what? No, if, you've got the, if you've got the Prime Minister's mobile phone number, why not text him and just sort of ask if he can bend the rules? I mean, what's wrong with that? Well,
0: this is it, isn't it? But, like, it's... Uh, it, so, basically, the, the, the story... Let's just go on to that story very slightly, but... Uh, he wanted to, so the, he was sort because of, it was all about the ventilators and stuff like that, and they were sort of we were asking for tax breaks via text messages and stuff like that. Is what seems to have happened. And um, but yet, despite all of this apparent friendship between Boris Johnson and and uh, and Dyson, um, you spotted a few weeks ago that in the <laughs> in the new uh, media room which has been built, which apparently might actually be scrapped now after after yeah. a big spend, yeah. which is ridiculous. Um, What was in there in the corner? Was it a Dyson? Henry Hoover. Henry Hoover. Henry Hoover. So is is Hoover actually Hoover? Is Henry Hoover from Hoover?
1: I'm I'm guessing it must be if it's called Henry Hoover. I don't think so,
0: no. Hmm. I think he's
1: just called Henry. I think he gets nicknamed Henry Hoover. Does he? Uh, Yeah. I think he's just called Henry. What Um,
0: brand is Henry Hoover? One of the first things that comes up. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Pneumatic International. Sold by Pneumatic International.
1: I mean, obviously, he's a big fan of Dysons, Boris Johnson, because I'm not sure if you know, but um, he dries his hair in those oh, yeah. um, hand dryers that he got, <laughs> and he looks like it, doesn't it? That's uh, that probably explains what's happening to him at the moment.
0: So a lawsuit then, Dyson v. Hoover. So in its lawsuit, Dyson claimed Hoover had infringed on a patent um, it owned for its bagless vacuum cleaner, which uses similar to uh, a centrifuge to separate dust from the air, if you want to know about vacuum science. Uh, so my question is, who won First of all, who won the... Um, what I'm going to ask you in each one, if if we've got the information, is who won, how long did the lawsuit go on for, because these things can go on for a long time, and uh, how much was awarded in damages, and then we'll do higher and lower based on that for the next question. So it's okay. kind of three parts of there. So first of all, who won between Dyson and Hoover?
1: Um, I think Dyson might have won, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, well known for their technology in terms of the sort of bagless vacuum cleaner. Um shall so I tell a joke about the uh, yeah getting confused after had to, go to hospital a few weeks ago because uh, I got confused to quite what my Dyson ball cleaner was meant to do <laughs> um, um, so yeah I think Dyson might have won that
0: well you were just walking along with the Dyson ball cleaner into the shower when somebody <laughs> annoyingly removed your towel <laughs> weren't you uh,
1: yeah they just turned the Dyson on actually <laughs> sucked the towel um, into the yeah so, um, so you're going to say
0: Dyson okay well done so next question then is how long did the lawsuit go on for was it one year three years or six years I
1: was going to say four years but obviously that's not an option so I'm going to say let's say three years uh,
0: just one year actually which is actually quite short in terms of a a lawsuit Um, next then Oracle and SAP or Oracle Oracle versus SAP do you know who they are
1: uh, yeah, so I was just going to jump back and uh, say that a friend of mine, Ant, who may or may not be watching, uh, used to work for Dyson. And I I sort of gave him a, I, I gave him a mock interview for working at Dyson because I'd helped him out with the job previously. Just sort of, some, some I, I, I think I'm quite good in job interviews. Not that I've had that many, but I, I like to try and bring out my sort of better points and sort of, funnily enough, gloss over any weaknesses that I've got and all that sort of stuff. And I was trying to kind of encourage him to um, just, yeah when he answers a question, try and bring out more about yourself and try and sell you positives and sort of show that kind of positive attitude you've got and how you want that sort of job there and all that sort of stuff. And it sort of like came to the interview. Uh, it, it sort of said, what about ending the interview? So I said, I always like to try and finish
3: mm-hmm.
1: with a bit of a, you know, I think it's always good to try and ask a question back to the person who's interviewing you, you know, why? Why should I want to work for this company? All this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, do you, you know,
0: Do you have company showers? Do people yeah. try and remove them when you're on your way there?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, to which I said, Yeah. Why don't you ask them a question? Um, yeah. Try and ask them something about Yeah. Why should I why, Yeah. Why should I try and uh, Why should I work here? What's the advantage of working for this company? All that sort of stuff. Or try and like finish on a slightly lighter note. So guess what question I told him to ask? Go on. I said. What vacuum cleaner did he use to Hoover your office up with afterwards? <laughs> um, to which apparently apparently they do use Dysons. Did he get his job? Uh, he did get the job. Oh, yeah. there you go. Must have worked. Yeah. Well done. Now Would you... a round of applause for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, sorry, yeah. Oracle but... and SAP. Well, systems I'm systems sorry, I down. need to jump back. Cause I kind of skipped over one of the parts of the question as well. So,
1: what's uh, so, Well, oh. just
0: saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So obviously the Dyson were sort of given that the you know warded the the case they yeah they were successful in their lawsuit or whatever hoover were furious in the aftermath saying the verdict sucked um after the dust settled though uh, and they vacuumed it all up um they put in a couple of appeals but still uh, nothing happened from it um but when well, my question was what were the damages so you've got a 4.9 million b 6.4 million or c 11.6 million i mean uh, i that's...
1: How are you going to get this? I mean, I think... Well, the next ones after uh, this
0: are higher and lower,
1: so... Yeah. Let's go for the highest one of the three there. 11.1 million it was. Nah. It is 4.9
0: million, so A. So 4.9 million. You thought you would have thought it would be a bit more. This is in dollars as well. Uh, number two then, Oracle and SAP. So do you know much about Oracle and SAP? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm the absolute complete... In- Utter expert in terms of Oracle. I mean, you could call me the... <laughs> um, call me the uh, Oracle master. of Oracle. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, they're, they're both software companies, aren't they? Yeah. Oracle are a, a massive software company. Other the people aren't it. Some of the richest people in the world, I think.
0: I think it's came up in one of your quizzes before, actually, yeah. Yeah, and SAP, SAP's another software company. Well, well anyway, they, they set up a... Um, well, sorry, SAP set up a software support business called Tomorrow Now, which, using various tol- technologies, advise clients on uh, the most suitable software for their purposes and so on. Um, the lawsuit focused on SAP's Tomorrow Now unit, which Oracle alleged had illegally downloaded copyrighted documents and programs from them, from Oracle. Who won the law, uh, lawsuit and how long did it go on for? So, first of all, um, who won, and then I'll give you the option to how long.
1: I think I think Oracle might have won this.
0: Nope. Oh. Um, so, yeah, uh, Oracle didn't win it. SAP, it got either... I don't know if it got that meant it kind of got settled out of court or something like that. I'm not sure uh, if so. If, it, if they didn't win, sometimes it means they got settled out of court. If that makes sense, all oh, right. Because okay. yeah. they didn't, they decided to do that, so they kind of won, not having to pay the foot, whatever. But anyway, how long did it go on for? Was it two years, four years, or seven years?
1: Uh, four years. Four years. So some of these can be long, can't they?
0: Now, seven years. That one went on for a long time. Uh, number th- uh, So damages then, was it lower or higher than Dyson's 4.9 million? So this is how much they may think... have paid out to get out of the court case and all that sort of thing. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think it might be hard. I think because of software and the sort of quantity involved, I think we're probably talking higher.
0: You are correct. <clears throat> £357 million. Quite a lot. Number three lot. then, 20th Century Fox v Universal Studios. Uh, back in 1978. So, the dispute then, after 20th Century Fox's successful release of the first Star Wars film in 1977, Universal mm-hmm. Studios decided it needed a space fiction story of its own and launched Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Um, the lawsuit accused Universal of copying infringement, highlighting 34 specific things that were allegedly copied. Um, this included a scene in Cantonina, uh, in Star Wars, or a casino in Battlestar Galactica, in which musical entertainment is offered by bizarre non-human creatures. Okay. So, who won it? And it was a Twentieth um, Century Fox who was taking Universal Studios to court.
1: And Twentieth Century Fox, obviously, the Star Wars. So, the Star Wars or Battlestar Galactica? And I think, I think Battlestar Galactica won, claiming that you know we can we can put whatever we want in our in our film. Well done, yeah. They did, and, uh,
0: well, they settled out of court, so technically they won because they didn't have to, you know, actually get... did not lose. Yeah. yeah, basically, there you go. Um So, damages are unknown for this one, so there's nothing to guess, unfortunately, but uh, one of the executive directors of Universal Studios is apparently still encased in carbonite at the 20th Century Fox's head office. Uh, a bit like Han Solo, that thing, <laughs> so that's uh, he's still there. Um, anyway, um, next then, number four, Gucci and Guess. Do you know who they are? I don't think you do.
1: Uh, Gucci, Graham Gucci used to open England <laughs> back in the 90, late eighties, early nineties. Um, fantastic batsman. Um, and Guess, so Gucci is a, an Italian fashion brand, I believe. Uh, guess, I think is also a fashion brand. Now, I'm assuming that the it might be the, as a logo similar, both having G's in them.
0: Yeah, so, um, well, I'll, I'll give you the, the details. Uh, Gucci took Guess to court in 2009, alleging that Guess had copied Gucci's logo on a line of shoes. In its lawsuit, mm-hmm. Gucci also accused Guess of counterfeiting unfair uh, unfair competition and trademark infringement. Two lawsuits were filed, one in New York and one in Milan. Who won, mm-hmm. Gucci or Guess? Uh,
1: I'm going to guess. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to say... I'm going to say
0: Gucci might have won. Hmm... I, I, I don't think I can give any score for this one. Actually, you're kind of right. Was it, was it one all? Yeah, one all. So, basically, uh, in New York, um, it was given to Gucci, and in Milan, it was given to Guess, which is you thought, fucking out of the way because I'm sure these Gucci Italian, maybe not. I don't know. Sounds it. Yeah. Possibly. Guess so might. I don't guess might it, be Guess might as well. Yeah. Fun. How long did that go on for then? Um, was it a two years, b four years,
1: or c seven years? I think if you end up in two countries, it might have been longer. So I'm going to say seven years.
0: Uh, Four years, that one. And were the damages then uh, higher or lower than the last one we had damages for, which was uh, between Sap and Oracle, which was 357 million?
1: That's surely got to be lower, I would have thought. I can't imagine it's into the hundreds of millions.
0: Yep, well done. Uh, Just 4.6 million for that one. uh, Just. Uh, Number five, Apple v. Microsoft in 1998. So after releasing its Macintosh computer, Apple licensed parts of the user interface to Microsoft uh, for use in its Windows 1 software. When Microsoft (laughs) released Windows 2, it added other features, including overlapping Windows, which could also be found on the Macintosh and Mac software. Apple filed a lawsuit uh, alleging copyright infringement and
1: listed 189
0: different parts of the interface that had been copied. Who won?
1: I mean, whatever what happened to Apple with their uh, sort of Macintoshes? I mean, no, no Newton's a well, terrible they, they company. Still, are still, they, are they still going? Or... <laughs> or they, oh, no, sorry, the biggest biggest company in the world, pretty much, aren't they, with their iPhones and iPads and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I can remember that during yeah. the 90s. It was are they, are they, still, are they bigger of... than Microsoft, you know? Are they, are they, I suppose they are, aren't they? Because... Yeah, I think they've got a bigger... I think Apple became, at one point, the first company to have a market capitalisation, meaning that they were worth more than $1 trillion, I think. Right. I believe. Um, Microsoft's not that far behind, obviously. I think the biggest company, the, the five biggest tech companies in the world are Apple, Google, Amazon, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft. They're the big, really big five. Um, so, Apple or Microsoft? I think Apple might have won that.
0: You're wrong. And actually, it's a, big, it's a big case because had they've won that, then Windows computers would have looked a lot different in terms of... Hmm how you use them and so on. So, you know, it was quite a big, big thing, really. Uh, How long did that one go on for? Was it one year, three years
1: or six years? Um, Again, these tend to be longer. So, yeah, I'm going to say three years this time. Six years. Um, So
0: I haven't got any details of uh, cost with that one because I think, obviously, the Microsoft won anyway. But uh, apparently, uh, yeah, Microsoft just pressed Control, Alt, Delete and everything just restarted and it was fine. So they got away with it in the end. Uh, number six then, A&M Records v. Napster. And A&M Records uh, stands for All Members of the Recording Industry Association of America. So Napster oh. originally launched as a pirated music marketplace, allowing anyone to download music for free. You might remember that. <laughs> uh, music yep. labels... Well, no, I didn't use it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> music labels obviously uh, decided they were going to get together and sue them. Um, and yeah, so who won that?
1: Yeah, obviously, of course, nowadays you're fine to stream it, but um, as well if you download it and keep it on your computer, oh, terrible. <laughs> um, so I, I think that must have been the AM Records, what they were called, it must have picked yep.
0: And then Napster was bought by, uh, I think it was Rock CEO or something, used to, it's got a big software company, weren't they? But uh, And then they were kind of operating as a an actual paid for music service, yeah. but I uh, don't think it lasted very long. How long did that one go on for? Then, Two I years, four years, or five perhaps.
1: years. Two, four or five, I you say? So. Yeah. I think it's like two years
0: this time. Uh, I think you're wrong. But to be honest, I've given you a bit of both because I ain't wrote the right answer down for that one. So, great How quiz. Can, well, one in three
1: chance I'm right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Damages
1: then, higher or lower than the Gucci case, which was 4.6 million. Well, I think it might be higher, but at the same time, have Napster got any money to pay it out? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say it's high.
0: Yep, 26 million. So number seven, the last one of these then. Uh, Microsoft are back and the verse against Motorola. Microsoft accused Motorola of charging excessively to license its painted to technologies. Motorola was charging a 2.25% royalty amount amounting to $4 billion. The court decided it wasn't fair and yeah, I've given the answer away, haven't I? Who won? <laughs> oh,
3: all
0: right.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming that the court decided it wasn't fair. Uh, Sarah, that uh, Microsoft won, unfortunately.
0: Never mind. Uh, how long did it go on for? Was it a two years, b five years, or c eight years? Uh,
1: again, I think it's probably a bit shorter, so i might say two years.
0: Wrong. Five years. Um, and damages then? Were they higher or lower than the twenty-six million um, from yeah from the Napster case?
1: Um, again. Yeah, technology. I can say, yeah, it's going to be more technology. I think there'll be a lot of money in it, so I can say more.
0: More than 26 million?
1: Yeah. Now, Less than that, which
0: I'm surprised at because obviously if they were saying that uh, it amounted to £4 billion, you thought that damages might have been a bit higher than that. Uh, anyway, so on, just for the last couple of questions then, um, got three more questions, and these are just about people who... Or was it four more? Four more questions, maybe. People who took um, big brands to court for silly reasons okay so why Uh did a man called richard overton sue budweiser in 1991 was it a because it made him more drunk than it should have according to the alcohol abv (laughs) or b because he wasn't attracting women like the budweiser commercials seem to suggest that he would
1: oh um is this the czech budweiser or
0: the american one the american one i I noticed by the way in, in your bar that you've now it's up and running, you're using it very a lot, aren't you, uh, with the look of it? Not, yeah. You know, you're having a nice time in it. Um,
1: you had some Budvar, didn't you, on the... Uh... I, I bought a mini keg of Budvar, yeah. How was it? 16, it was all right, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure it feels that much nicer than drinking out of a can in all honesty. D- was it fizzy? it got, it got a bit of life to it, yeah. Just you, got air, you got an air thing
0: at the top of it that Yeah, because when I use them sort of things, I have to get all the air out to put it on my pump. But I'm wondering what a beer... Cause mm. it, was it is it a lager or is it a bit, more, bit of a more of a beer? No,
3: yeah, it's a lager. Mm-hmm.
0: I wondering it what, what it like. tastes I mean, like on the pump. Yeah, I'm not
1: sure cost-wise it sort of felt that much better than drinking it out of a can, to mm. be honest. But it does feel nice just pouring it yourself and having yeah. it out of a little mini-keg. Yeah, mm, okay. But, you know, this is Budweiser, so what what was his reason? Yeah. I think, he, I think with it being an American company, I think it might have been that he claimed that, well, he wasn't attracting women like the advert said that he would.
0: And you would be correct. Well done.
1: <clears throat> Obviously, he didn't win the case. Uh,
0: oh. Number nine, why did McDonald's customer Stella Liebeck sue McDonald's in 1994? Um, a, she had consistently complained about the lack of tomato sauce on her cheeseburgers, uh, so she took mm-hmm. McDonald's to court, claiming she hadn't been getting the money's worth and that they were short-changing customers. She lost the case. Or B, she complained because she spilled a cup of McDonald's coffee on her lap while driving, which left her with three-degree burns. Uh, she won the case, but less than 20%, but, but, and, but less 20% of the damages because 20% of the incident
1: was judged to be her fault. Mm-hmm. Um... God. I um, I think she might try to sue McDonald's because she spilled her their coffee on her lap. Well done, so second one.
0: That's correct, yeah, and madly she won it, um, and because they did some tests and the, it was actually proved that McDonald's was serving the coffees at a higher temperature than coffee should be served, so the burns were probably worse than what they would have been. Um, So, yeah, she kind of did win the case, which was... But obviously, if you're driving with a coffee between your legs, that's not particularly great either, is it? So... uh, But anyway, in 1995, then, number 10, this one, 1995, inmate Robert Lee Brock from Indian Creek Correctional Centre filed a lawsuit against himself for a whopping $5 million for violating his own civil rights and demanded the state pay for it. But what reasons did he give or what, what was he saying was being violated? A... Was it because he was going to the shower and he uh, dropped his towel? And no, (laughs) was it a for forcing himself to drink, which was against his religious beliefs, or b for touching himself inappropriately and against his own will in
1: prison? Um, Have you ever forced yourself to drink, Uh, (laughs) Jimba?
0: I wouldn't have tonight, would I? Yeah.
1: Have you ever touched
0: yourself inappropriately? I might have to file a lawsuit against the waste of web space podcast. Hmm. Inappropriately? No, no, not not during a podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, I. I think the second one, I think he touched himself inappropriately and blamed someone else.
0: Yeah. It's the first one, yeah. He, he said that he was uh, he, he was forcing himself to drink, which was against his religious belief, so he was suing himself, mm-hmm. but he was wanting the state to pay for it, so effectively giving himself £5 million if he won, or whatever, mm-hmm. in damages, I don't know. Um, anyway, this is your last one. I'm, I'm rather hoping he lost. <laughs> yeah, he didn't win. Uh, number 11... Portland man Alan Heckard filed a lawsuit against basketballer Michael Jordan in 2006. Why? A, for stealing a catchphrase, which was, I can accept failure, everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. Um, Alan Heckard, who at the time was a sport coach for junior baseball team in Portland, said it was his catchphrase. Or B, for looking, he he, he sued um, Michael Jordan for looking like him. Um, which caused him to be mistaken for him a lot and caused him he said emotional
1: pain and suffering oh my okay. god um can you, i don 't know if you can copyright a saying um particularly I suppose it depends how much you 've actually kind of put that saying out there i mean there 's those sort of inspirational quotes
0: for either one of these, um, the lawsuit was dropped
1: yeah um i mean obviously i don 't think i don't think, i don't think you could realistically sue someone for looking like you um, unless they 've intentionally made themselves look like because it's just as much you look like them as it, as it is yeah. they look like you so I'm good job William Shakespeare's
0: first. not around anymore in it Fisher <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm
1: going to say it's the first one of the two please.
0: Uh, so you're going to say it's the one uh, with this stealing the catchphrase yeah yeah no. yeah he actually tried suing both Michael Jordan and uh, for look, just for having the same similar features to him, and mm. also Michael Jordan spoke with, think sponsor Nike um, for making him into a big star, which then caused him mm. to get mistakenly recognised a lot, and caused him uh, emotional pain and suffering. But he could have made yeah. some of money from that if he got recognised that much. You'd set up well, businesses a lookalike, wouldn't you? so, so. we yeah. still need that to do something sense. on lookalikes, don't we? Yeah,
1: yes, yeah, we'll we do. Because um, it, it was a cracking something I saw on Twitter about lookalikes. Yeah, yeah so
0: did you enjoy that fisher
1: yes very good thank you jim I'm well,
0: well uh, yeah we'll uh we'll move on then here at lidald we heard there was a gap in the market for a cake shaped like a caterpillar with a stupid name so our expert bakers have come up with a treat although unfortunately we let a five-year-old design it for a competition to connect with our local community and it actually now looks more like a penis so next we needed to name our ten inch penis sorry caterpillar cake And thanks to Jake, age 4, we have the perfect name for it. Boris will be in store from Friday. Our cake Boris is filled with the richest meltable chocolate, so be sure to store it in the fridge, which is great because we know Boris loves being in the fridge. All proceeds of the cake will go to an amazing charity chosen by Health Secretary Matt Hancock, the health secretary private support fund for health secretaries called Matt Hancock. In stores from Friday. okay so um let's uh let's go on to the news then what we're gonna be talking about so should we start with the uh, super league yeah because i i I, I don't know if I've announced this yet fisher um but i am thinking about taking our podcast uh out of of the uk podcast game and entering it into a uh european super podcast league because uh well better than this mm-hmm. aren't we
3: yeah
1: yeah can i come with you no <laughs> oh, well, I've changed my so, mind yeah. Yeah. Um, they'll be uproar they'll be yeah. uproar you have to change your mind on it so yeah um, six teams from England which were Manchester United Manchester City Chelsea Arsenal Tottenham and Liverpool uh, decided to form the European Super League that's alongside. just five teams in it. it uh, no that was six do it again Manchester United Manchester City well I'm not, I'm not sure if we do it the same order Man United Man City Arsenal Tottenham Chelsea and Liverpool. Sorry, I just I didn't realise you counted
0: Tottenham within that. Yeah, sorry. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they think they're part of the big six as well. reason. amazing. <laughs> um, but, I mean, and they were going to join up alongside uh, three other teams from Spain and from Italy. I mean, unfortunately, the great British public decided that they didn't like the idea of some kind of super European project and uh, very much <laughs> vetoed it. And, funnily enough, uh, all the owners... Um, came out and said that they made a mistake and we apologised to our own fans we didn't bother mm. actually apologising to the rest of the football community who you kind of totally stamped on I mean one of the one of the great things that I find, I mean I, I play quite a lot of sport um, and I like the competition of it um, if you'd have seen me if you'd have seen, I don't want to mention it again but if you'd have seen me on Saturday afternoon having played this match winning innings you'd have seen me celebrating because it actually meant we got a victory and we kind of you know, we beat top of the league actually on Saturday, I mean It was the first game of the season. Their name was first alphabetically, but nonetheless, they were top of the league. And the fact that Leicester City can win the Premier League is one of the great things. Now, if the league becomes ring-fenced, like they were saying, and there's Mm. there's certain teams that will always appear in it, then it loses that magic and competition of it, really. Um, So it was hastily withdrawn. All six teams apologised, saying that they didn't want to get involved in the first place, but the bigger boy told them to. and it just sounds and looks really bad, you know. It's it's, it's disgraceful See, for the game. I, uh,
0: I think I think there's there's it's it's very odd in it. It's almost like they were testing the water. But I was I was saying to some people that I reckon the future of this kind of thing is actually it's not going to be the teams like Liverpool, Manchester United, and all Chelsea and everything. I I think there's some sort of model will happen where there's some sort of like system where they start their own teams these big executives or these big people with the money and the the driving force behind all of this with them with a the cash for it the football club owners might start their own teams and kind of like have a a system where they're they buying the players for those particular teams and almost like an, a bit like in, in the way they do with internationals and you sort of draft your players and you choose your players whether it be a bit like that and or they might these players might just you know solely play for these massive teams in this in this Super League sort of thing I I wonder whether that's the way things will go and this was kind of the first the first sort of you know towing the water see what happens with this and then we'll follow plan B because it's funny our Edward Woodward is it Edward Woodward what is he called he's got a lot of Ed- Woodwards in his name what's he called <laughs> um, it's not Edward, it Woodward. Edward Woodward. is it Edward uh, Woodward?
1: Edward. oh what's his name now
0: don't we know in Edward Woodward <laughs>
1: um, what's his name now <laughs> Uh, the chief executive of Man United. Yeah.
0: Anyway, he, he quickly stepped down, didn't he? Now he must have known what, what was going to happen with this. So he must have already been cleaning his clearing out his desk before before they even put the announcement out that they was going to be one of the six teams. So yeah, he's, he must have and, called and would, it, would it does sound that. like he's involved in uh in sort of companies who were financing it and everything. So this won't be the last we hear from it, I don't think, will it?
1: No, I think there was a mention a few months ago about some kind of reorganisation of the Premier League, more money going up to the top of it, stopping parachute payments and various other bits and bobs. Um, so, yeah, I think there'll probably be more to run from this.
0: I mean... See, I was I was very worried because I thought, look, there's a lot of talk now, what's going to happen to these six teams? Are they going to sort of decide to relegate them to the bottom of League Two and then everybody else gets pushed up and that meant Sheffield Wednesday would have to spend another season in the Championship and I just
1: can't bear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they were talking about oh, it's, it's unfair to dock the, dock the players and dock the fans of these teams if we impose a fine on them, but it didn't seem to bother when it came to no. docking Sheffield Wentz at six points. No, they did. The, six points, which
0: looks like he's going to take us down as
1: well. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo, to be fair, I think we'd go down anyway. Yeah, true. Even with the six points. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's never, never seemed to be a problem in the past. Um, I suppose it becomes a question of who's bigger than the game. I mean, sure, the league is the biggest thing, is it not? Mm-hmm. You would have thought um so yeah that's sort of that's the way, uh, way it falls it's been a very interesting unusual time uh the i mean it was interesting that uh, jose marino still managed to get sacked in that interim period of the european <laughs> uh, super league still you, being going. do you think he's do you think
0: <laughs> do you think he's kind of there because saying like, mm, this is this is good timing mean, i could say it's because of the super league <laughs> 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 nothing to do with results
1: <laughs> yeah so it's, uh, it's that seems to really be the way done. it's been
0: played but uh if it is the it case that he it's because of the Super League and he rejected the idea and then he got sacked, that's pretty unfortunate. Considering they all rejected the idea, but then he's the one that got sacked. So, but I don't yeah. think it is just that, is it?
1: Yeah, yes, I don't think it. I don't think it's just that. Um, Leeds United, their players were wearing sort of shirts complaining mm. about how money was ruining football. I think um, someone came out from Leeds. I think it might be their own actually came out and said that money was ruining football. That was uh, the. So Italian fella who owns yeah. them, um, well, multi millionaire.
0: Well, this is it. I mean, you know, uh, they talk about uh, ruining football and and money ruining football. And uh, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher were so so vocal about this and and the oh. the effects of the, the of the of money on football and the disaster that this European Super League would be. Um, I think they spoke about what channel were they speaking on when they when they were talking about that? <laughs> oh, the Sky New- yeah, Sky <laughs> Sports News. You know, yeah, Sky yeah. Sports. Yeah, yeah, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. anyway that you know it, it it started a lot further back didn't it all this sort of you know you can't just sort of pinpoint it now it, it's just that it's not it, there's been an issue for a long time in football are not there and you know what even to right to sort of grassroots level and i'm not sure if i can call myself grassroots are we kind of like the would you call us sort of the old damaged roots the kind of cut-offs <laughs> not grassroots because we're not going to be the future but we're like the, we're like the cut-offs aren't we yeah. Like the, yeah, the with the hedge 35 league, yeah, with a bag of grass yeah. cuttings, trimmings or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, at our football, we play football at a uh, one of these new FA hubs. It's the Thorncliffe Centre at High Green, which used to be a a field on Thorncliffe. Just used to go up there and you, you know just used to go. Anyone could play football on there, there was no one stopping you. They built a big sort of complex thing. Um, some great big sort of four G, three G, whatever they call them, pitches mm. get great phone signal. Um, yeah. And they've done some really good out sort of like normal grass pitches as well, uh, with the idea that the community can use them and pay to hire the pitches out. And they are excellent facilities. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how much do you think you pay for half a pitch? Half a pitch, nine well ten o'clock at night when nobody else wants one of those football because nobody's it's long... late. It's very late, so they can't sell the pitches. You know, nine well ten. But how much for half a pitch? Flo- so Floodlit,
1: I presume. Floodlit, half a pitch. Um, for an hour. Is it how much do I think is reasonable to charge or how much do I think How much do you think is reasonable to charge um, well you can't imagine that many people want to use it at that time. So for half a pitch I'd maybe say pound a minute for the pitch. So I'd say sixty quid if it was a full pitch, but thirty pounds for half a pitch.
0: Ninety pounds. Ninety pounds. Ninety quid. I, I was, right. was
1: going to say as a bit of a joke, maybe sixty quid might be a chance,
0: but ninety pounds. And they used to, right? They used to let us. They used to give us a discount, a, a, a very nice discount, apparently, to make it fifty-five mm. pound for an hour's pitch uh, when nobody else had the pitch. I, you know, kind of understand, you know, that you know the eight. Well, all the times before that are well booked up. Again, the charging, the charging, like you know, youth teams, this kind of money as well mm. and stuff like that. But the fact that. You've got pitches that aren't being sold, and they used to give us this discount, and then suddenly decided they can't do that anymore. Even though, still, when we played nine well ten last time, there was nobody else on those pitches, mm-hmm. and they charged us ninety pound. 10. So, so for, a group, for a group of fourteen people, so say, you can do about seven aside on that pitch, you know, we can go up to nine yeah. aside, um, but you know, it's hard to get players together in it. So we we kind of get about seven aside each. That's six pound fifty each mm-hmm. if you are about to work it out.
1: Yeah, so each it's, 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 it's put six pound fifty into the pot every week, or well, yeah, or it, a bit more. It, yeah, but
0: it's just it's just you know it, it used to be a bit easier to kind of build a bit up, so we had a bit of a float when we had shorter plays and stuff. But it's just unfortunately, it's just going to stop us playing because we can't guarantee we're going to get enough players to pay for the pitch every week. So, but there you go, and that's the FA. That's not European, super intergalactic, whatever you call them. That's the FA in this country ripping people off.
1: Well, why don't you take a big moral stand against them and do things like not wear their England shirt when you're doing the podcast? Then?
0: Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I think this is a rip-off, actually. Anyway, let's get talking. <laughs> let's uh, let's go from from that to uh, the, the football, you know, the leagues of football and all. So the leagues of caterpillars. Okay. I mean, we've kind of spoke about it already. I don't know what else there is to say. But, uh, yeah, I thought we could maybe do our own waste of web space caterpillar.
1: We could do. That could be a dance move. Yeah. Should we try and create it once we're allowed <laughs> to sort of forgo social wasn't, distancing? Wasn't that the worm? Yeah, but, yeah, you know,
0: that's a different thing, isn't
1: it? Uh, uh, Two of us. Your wife's good at baking. She's very good at baking. I think she'd be up Fantastic for a caterpillar. Baking.
0: Has she made a caterpillar before? Uh, I don't think she has, actually.
1: She's done a unicorn. Oh, right, um, okay. Which was very good. And uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll see what we can do. I'll see what we can do, Jimbo. See, if we I was doing it, it I'd just body. buy,
0: like, a, a Swiss roll type thing and just stick some Smarties on its face. Okay. That probably wouldn't look that good, but...
1: Do you ever watch the Great British Bake Off where people send in good cakes and rubbish cakes <laughs> on the extra slides? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's quite good. Um and there's always there's always someone who makes a hedgehog mm. and basically gets chocolate fingers and shoves the chocolate things into it to make the spikes. Yeah. And they always have the you know you've got the Haribo sort of gummy teeth. Oh yeah. Do you always seem to stick that on it as well when it's hedgehog <laughs> or something like that? Because that's exactly what hedgehogs look ones. like. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there we go. I'm not sure, if is there anything else to talk about, really? Should we talk about Keir Starman getting kicked out of a pub? Yeah,
0: yeah, so yeah. he got himself barred, hasn't he, from a pub?
1: Yeah, um, he went in, and they said, get out. It was he quite It was quite a scene, weren't it? Him. If you watched the video, have you seen the video? Uh, I've not really seen it. I saw it, Didn't? didn't wasn't he giving the public and his mask back as well at one point? It,
0: it was quite a scene, yeah, he was really kicking off the landlord. I do not want that man in my pub. I'm not being right. violent or aggressive or whatever. I do yeah. not want that man in my face, his pub.
1: That's I mean, yeah, it's, it's pub. I mean, at the same time, you can't complain about. It. I mean, he's getting presumably grants from the government for staying and He's turning down I and mean, What's wrong with him? Yeah, it was a bit
0: of a, a funny sort of
1: strange story, wasn't it? I think he appeared on um, where it was called Good Morning Britain not mm. too long after discussing the particular incident. Um, it's not like pub landlords to be a bit weird and a bit obnoxious <laughs> and uh, against <laughs> lockdowns, is it? Have you been to Weatherstone recently? I haven't, no.
0: But I have been. I've been to the comedy. So yeah. I've oh, had a, I have had a couple of drinks at the Come. Uh Good to be back. We're hoping to do. I'm I've I've I think you've twisted my arm. I'm going to do the other v- uh, virtual cocktail night as well. Fish. Oh, uh, cool. I'm supposed to be out the day after. You see, so the commercial uh-huh. Sheffield Distillery give them a few shout outs before they're doing another cocktail night, aren't they? Which you can still sign mm-hmm. up for up until next Wednesday's latest or Monday, depending on how far you are for delivery of your ingredients and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But they are doing another cocktail night uh friday the 30th of april is it friday i think it is yeah yeah Friday. is it bank calling next weekend yeah all oh, right okay it's, so. so it's the friday then is it it's friday yeah, yeah. so friday the 30th of uh, april they are doing another virtual cocktail making night and yeah i'm supposed to be out on the saturday um so i was not gonna i would get missed this time but I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway i'm not gonna i'll just i'll just be steady are
1: you going on are you going on a pub crawl where you have to just stand outside pubs and drink in a seated area Yes. Stand
0: in a seated area outside. Sat yeah. down. In the yeah. outside. As long as um as long as we're at, as long as we're inside the as long as we're outside in the inside covered area that's outside.
1: Yeah. Okay. But you can go inside if you want to go to the toilet.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: But not to get a drink.
0: We can't go to the toilet outside. Yeah. Very good. Unless we're passing some nearby woods or something. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Are we moving on?
1: Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on.
0: Go on then, what you got for me?
1: Um, I've got a, I was doing a quiz on Friday night and I got into a round about um, unusual death. And I, I, oh, I, I, thought,
0: was, I thought this podcast needed picking up.
1: Yeah, um, just just lighten the mood a little bit. And I did a round about yeah, people who died in unusual circumstances. Only a short round, but I thought, I, I thought there was some good material for the podcast when I was going through it. So Unfortunately, these do sadly actually end up with someone losing a life.
0: So here we but, go, uh, we get recycled material again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd, I've i written more questions for it. All far. right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, well, let's let's see where we get to. So the sad news is that on each of these, the person does actually end up passing away, I'm afraid. However, if you can see past that, the circumstances are fairly amusing on some occasions. So there we go. So how did Mike Edwards, the cello player from the band ELO, die in 2010? Is it that the van he was driving was hit by a circular hay veil that had rolled down a hill? He died in a car crash. Or... He died after kissing a poisonous frog whilst on tour in Brazil. Wow. Uh, cello po- player from ELO. So either
0: something a bit of machinery rolled down a hill and hit his car.
1: Um, well, not not machinery, the, uh, you know you kind of go across the fields and you've got bay, uh, oh, hail yeah, stacked yeah, in up hail yeah, circular yeah. So that, that
0: rolled into his car and he had a crash. and
3: yeah.
1: Wow. Um, or he kissed a poisonous frog in Brazil. Did nobody say, "Hey, whilst out. On tour. <laughs>
0: um, Or kissed a poisonous frog.
1: Just a poisonous frog.
0: I've never been tempted in, to kiss a frog in the... You know, any frog.
1: Uh, well, I, I'm assuming he didn't know it was poisonous. Could be a, would be a reasonable assumption. They do make. go
0: to some exotic places, don't they? Bands and so on. Um, hmm? And do some crazy things. I mean, didn't did once Ozzy Osbourne bite the head off a bat? Or is it a dove or something? Hmm. A, a, a bat?
1: I mean, come on, isn't yeah. it? That would be a bit mean in terms of... A dove's a peaceful animal. I mean, surely sure. biting the head off a dove would be quite uh, quite a strong message to send there. But yes, he <laughs> did bite the head off a bat. I mean, I mean if you remember but these... But he's turned out all right. Um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, our, we send our best wishes to the bat concerned. Uh, You'll yeah. have to be um, sort of vaccinated shortly afterwards. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> well, to be careful doing
0: things like that, because it can cause disease and stuff like that, can't it? Biting and eating yes. bats and things like that.
1: what you talking about. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, then, I'm going to say it's... I'm going to say it's the hay, the hay bale.
1: Hay bale. Uh, you'd be correct. Well done.
0: That was a lot of... Well, that was the last straw, wasn't it?
1: Hey, ouch. Um, I feel really.
0: Well, like, are we allowed to do jokes?
1: Well, um, yeah, I don't know. Really, it's but time yes. passed for some of these, and no, no recent ones. Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, well, I'll, 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 I've got the year written in most of it anyway. So, how did how did Mildred Bowman and Alice Waddell die in Benidorm in two thousand and five? Was it a faulty air conditioning room in room a faulty air conditioning unit in their room led to them contracting hypothermia? They sadly passed away, or they got stuck in a fold-up bed for around four days, and sadly passed away. These are scary. Some of this stuff. Um, okay, were they trying
0: to do like some sort of Yoko Ono thing and John Lennon in the bed, <laughs>
1: sitting protest? Yeah, um, I don't know. I think they mm. we were just on holiday there, by the sounds of it. Mm. Uh,
0: okay, so the. I mean, everyone says you know that's why how you want to die and sit in bed and stuff, but <laughs> this is a bit more of a, 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 an unusual one suppose at least they were together, yeah. probably very close together, but at least they were together. Mm. Uh um, yeah. whereas another the other one, the, I can see the the air conditioning unit one probably is little is a little less unusual because I suppose thing you know, any like any bit of machinery or technology, things can go wrong and mm. Yeah. So um although you'd think you'd you'd maybe realise um that it was a bit cold and turn it off or wrap it warmer or something, but maybe they're a bit older or something. So I'm I'm gonna go with
1: I'm gonna go with the fold up bed. We got stuck in a fold up bed for four days and passed away? Uh, you'd be correct. Well
0: done. I can't believe I'm applauding this. Yeah. <laughs> that was really unusual.
1: Well um, done, well done, well done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, next up, how did a Dutch teenager die uh, trying to impress can his I, friends can, in 2004? Can I, can I stop you? Yeah?
0: So, uh, just just reminded me of when I went on a stag do to Ibiza. First time I've went to a Ibiza. No, it wasn't a stag do, it was just a... a a general lads' holiday like, yeah yeah and a fair, back in 2010 i think the year when uh we got knocked out of the world cup against germany when Eng- when england hit the bar <laughs> and it went in and nowadays with Could the technology it would have been it would have counted frank Lampard's skull went over the line and all yeah. that anyway um i we we went in and it was me solway and Fids. we went into the room and we, there was a, there was a couple of beds and there was one bed that was basically came out from the other bed like a drawer mm-hmm. from one of the other yeah. beds and uh, mm-hmm. i immediately grabbed a bed straight away we all did the sort of shotgun sort of thing um but then i was like i felt oh we could have made a game out of this and done some sort of like cards or something for a bit of a fun you know we were on a lads holiday mm-hmm. so I thought, scrap that let's 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 all pull a card and whoever gets the lowest card has to sleep in that draw bed okay mm-hmm. so as me being a bit you know let's make it fair uh, who got the draw bed you. Oh, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of air conditioning units, I came back from that holiday and I I had to have a couple of days off work because I, I couldn't move my neck. I was sleeping right under the air conditioning unit and it must have like given me some sort of like muscle freeze or something like
1: that. I had yeah. a really
0: bad neck afterwards, yeah. So it was the
1: air con that caused that, was it? Not this well, amount of alcohol. That you no, use. no, I I think
0: it, I think it was the air con, I think, I think it can do that. Like a, a bad draft can give you a a bad back or neck or something, can't mm. it? And I think I had a sim- similar sort of thing from sleeping right underneath the aircon unit, but...
1: Yeah, the damage your liver as well, did it? Poor no, thing. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, how did, <laughs> how did an unknown Dutch teenager die trying to impress his friends in 2004? Is it he was learning to jug with knives, sadly dropped a knife and it slit his wrist, bled out uh, and, due to, uh, and died due to the high amount of blood that was lost? Or he had set his car to cruise at about 20 miles an hour, his plan was to jump out of the car, run alongside it, then jump back in. Unfortunately, he jumped out, smashed his head on the floor and died.
0: Well, thinking you can run 20 miles an hour is a pretty... 20 miles an hour? That's
1: quite um, fast, isn't it? Is it not? Can you run 20 miles an fast... What's the normal I running think, speed? Uh, well, if you're the fastest running in the world, I think you can probably run about 25, 30 miles an hour-ish, if we'll take a bit. It's 10 metres per second, isn't it? So, um... so, yeah, 20 miles an hour is a bit of
0: a... It's quite, well, it's quite, it's quite we, fast, isn't it? That that must put you in the, you know, within a, to make you a really fast person. You would have probably wanted to set it at maybe like ten or something just to make sure you could do it. There's a hole in your, there's there. a hole in your in your answer <clears throat> here. I'm, I'm picking well, out I, it.
1: I think I think walking pace is about four or five miles an hour. Yeah. Ish. I don't know whether you're running at four times walking pace. I don't know. I've never really tried it. Okay. Uh, so
0: the <clears throat> first one he he threw the knives up and uh, yeah he got cut a few times didn't he? Um, Apparently by that, but the first cut was the deepest, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say it's the second... Uh, the second one's made up, so I'm going to say it's the first one.
1: First one? Uh, you'd be wrong, he oh. was on cruise. By
0: that is unfortunate. Ooh. Does car carry on going, then?
3: Uh,
1: I don't know. Yeah, that, 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 I'm, not, I'm not sure what happened to the car. But yeah, he tried to impress his friends, jumped out, whacked his head on the floor, and, uh, and died, sadly. <clears throat> Next up, how did Portuguese person Alberto Fargo die in 1998? Is it it was demonstrating out to the tango in front of a class of students? He accidentally tangoed out of the fifth story window and fell to his death. Or he was he was switching it was something of a famous Portuguese actor and was chosen to switch on the lights in a porto in nineteen ninety eight. When making his way onto the stage, he fell through a staircase that collapsed, banged his head, and he died the next day. Alright. So he fell out of a window dancing yep. doing the tango.
0: Mm-hmm. Or he'd been tangoed. Or yeah. He went to switch on some lights on stage and fell through the stage and died. Uh,
1: yeah, sorry, the, the the Christmas lights. Oh, right, okay. That you have sort of, yeah, the, the, Christmas the night lights switch, switch on, that. sort of thing, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, so famous Portuguese actor, and, although obviously it's not one we've ever heard of, because why would you? And uh, yeah, fell on some uh, sort of a faulty, sort of temporary staircase, uh, smashed his head and died the next
0: day. I'm going to say it's the second one then.
1: Uh, you'd be wrong, he <sighs> tangoed out of the window. <clears throat> He... And Len Goodman went seven. <laughs> he, uh, he apparently was, because when you do the tango, you kind of have to put your head up and you're sort of look, looking around like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, he was demonstrating to students how to dance with the right posture with their head in the air mm-hmm. um, and sort of not looking at the partner. So he didn't realise there was a window open and tango straight out of the window. sounds sad, it And sadly fell to his death. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, how did some Palestinian terrorists allegedly die in September 1999? Is it... They were due to plant a car bomb in Israel, Time to detonate at 6pm. They'd forgot Israel is in a different time zone. Uh, therefore, the bomb detonated an hour early, killing the terrorists en route to committing the crime. Or, they were shot by a fifth terrorist, who was due to join them on a mission to kill certain members of the irregular Mossad organisation. Getting confused between his intended targets and co-conspirators, he accidentally killed his fellow terrorists. Oh,
0: Okay. Well, I mean, this is the... This is the one we don't have to feel too bad about, in it? Because, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever reason you're a terrorist, you shouldn't be a terrorist, you know what I mean? Not taking sides or anything like that, but uh, <clears throat> terrorism is always bad. Um, yeah, actually, can we take sides?
1: Um, just as against terrorists? Yeah, that's bad. what I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, so let's say, yeah, I'm going to say it's the first one, and they set the, the, the car wrong.
1: Yeah, the time zones issue, but the bomb destination early. Uh, you'd be correct, well done.
0: Easy mistake to make because, like, uh, you, how, it's mad in it? how how technology, like, you know, your phones—they change themselves. Even like a lot of his appliances, they just change the time. Your phone, in the your, your car though, your car clock—the the car that's like, one of yeah. the biggest and best gadgets going—that seems to do everything automatically. my car tells me when I'm getting near something, it breaks for me, it alerts me when anything's going on when a, a, a door's open, when my tyre fl- is going down. What happens though when it comes to time to change, time to change the clocks? It hasn't got a clue what it's doing, and it takes about three weeks before it decides to do it.
1: Oh, <laughs> Why I'm, is that? I don't know how to. I don't know how to do it. i just during the winter. I've, my time's out by now, so I'm just fine with that. It said your car breaks for you. Does it automatically break? Sorry, if you,
0: if you get to if yeah if it's an emergency sort of break, it will do it for you. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, it's Very happened good. a few times because it's over And when I used to have to park on station road, uh, and you used to have to really edge into a space. It constantly going like breaking all the time and throwing me around everywhere, so yeah.
1: There we go. Uh next up, how did Mark Gleason die in nineteen ninety six? Is it he ate so many Skittles, estimated to be about fourteen large bags, that the amount of e numbers present led to him having a heart attack? Or he tried to cure his snoring by shoving some tampons up his nose and he suffocated.
3: Wow.
1: Oof. So two very two very different things there, i would like high to ask.
3: Yeah.
0: Um so with skittles, he was trying to obviously taste the rainbow and ate too much of them. Mm. Um, I mean, About that, that's 14 quite. You think they come with a sort of health warning on them? If that was the case, I don't think you could eat that many without being sick first. And then I don't know, unless you're maybe a really large person and just didn't, or and you didn't, you know, or maybe you couldn't. I don't know. Maybe you just you just can do that. I'm not not sure. I, I reckon it, the second one's possible because if you shove it too far, imagine it goes into your throat and then that's how it can. Oh. What a tampon! I imagine
1: so. Yeah. Can it? I don't think I don't think he I do really he was shoved it all the way down his nose so to end up in his throat. I mean, it's not not a COVID test.
0: Well, he suffocated though, didn't he? So it, you can still breathe out your mouth if
1: well, you yeah, put them up your it, nose. If he's snoring, then well, I don't, I don't oh, know is it, is it when he was asleep? You saying? Uh, yeah, yes. He was oh, asleep. Okay. It wasn't just in the general course of doing things, shoving some tampons up his nose.
0: I'm going to say it's it the, I'm going to say it is the second one. It's the tampon.
1: Tampons up his nose for snoring. Uh, you'd be correct. Well done.
0: That was a uh, difficult period of his life.
1: Hey, I'm sorry, Chimba. A man's died. Honestly, <laughs> bit of respect. <laughs> um, how did Michael Scaglioni Skag- mm. die in April 1982? You know,
0: every, thing is, he you know he lived he, he lived to a good age, though. So Didn't he, that bloke, you know. He, he was he was quite old at the time, or he had done all right for himself. It, it was just his time of the month.
1: Hey, so that's probably not as good anyway. Yeah, and still a little bit offensive, albeit. <laughs> just uh, 25 years ago, so maybe we can start joking about it. Michael Scaloni. He died in April 1992, 39 years ago. Probably a bit more appropriate. You can have a a laugh at him if you want. Okay. Um, How did he die? Did he do a slam dunk on a basketball court? Swinging on the net, the net broke, and he fell backwards to the floor, banging his head on the floor, causing a bleed to arrive, which led to him passing away a few days later. Or he hit a golf buggy with his golf club. The club broke, rebounded, and stuck in his neck, leading to a lot of blood loss and thereby killing him. Um, Hmm.
0: So he hit a golf club and he ended up... How Explain how he did this.
1: I mean, I'm assuming he probably didn't play a very good shot and in anger um, hit his club against the buggy. And it, it you sprung, know, sometimes it, sometimes if you yeah play footy and you've done a bad shot, you might kick the golf pole, for example. I'm assuming it's a similar thing to that, probably.
0: So he sprung um, back and hit him on the head, you say? The, the golf club sort of bounced back and hit him on the head?
1: Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Or he snapped into and All rebounded right. and... Stuck in his neck.
0: Oh, I've got a funny golf story coming up. By the way, um, you've never played
1: golf in your life, have
0: you? No, but I've got a funny golf story. Uh, I probably should have saved it for another time, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get the suitable evidence for show and tell. But I will. I will tell tell you about it anyway. Uh, so, he got angry. And what can you remind me about the first one? So he got angry and hit. You know, in, in anger, ended up killing himself with his golf club. First one yes. was
1: uh, he did a slam dunk on a basketball court, swung on the net. However, the net broke and he fell to the floor and smashed his head and passed away after he didn't have on the floor really hard from a height of, what, seven, eight feet, or I, it was. Uh, th- Well, how was the basketball at nine foot, ten foot? Mm. Three metres, into I'm going to say it's the second one. But uh, his, his golf club smashed and stuck in his neck. Uh, you'd be correct. Well done. So, uh, first of all,
0: Caroline uh, Fawcett, I said hello. All right, yeah. Hello, Caroline. Okay, cool. Uh, we say may also. have been late replying with our hello because it was about uh, twenty-four minutes ago, but everyone just spotted Sarah. it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we, we, we give her a shout out. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the golf story. So this this is a This is a story that my granddad, the the one with the exploding shoes that I talked about last week, he told <laughs> me. So my my uncle, my dad's brother, just to be uh, on which side of the family that is, he. He went golfing um, after lockdown for the first time the oh. the other week. And he was dead excited about going. Group of mates, went golfing and all that. And uh, he hit a ball into the rough area of the golf course. Mm-hmm. You won't know more about this than me because I don't really play much golf. So he went down and uh, his ball had kind of landed awkwardly just on the edge of this um, sort of like puddle sort of thing. But he could see it in the rough. Mm-hmm. So he went to uh, sort of get towards the ball to sort of angle himself up so he could go and hit it, stepped into this uh, sort of, like, shallow-looking puddle and fell straight into it, <laughs> <laughs> like, incredibly. It. And I had the puddle up here, <laughs> and he's flapping about in the puddle, and his mates on the phones, taking pictures and videos. And I can't... And, and I've asked the family to please retrieve this image and uh yeah. apparently he's turned into a bit of a meme and stuff but i can't find it anywhere i've been searching i've been asking and he won't he, he's very be he, he's not wanting this this picture shared um, so just you know we, so you know i I can understand why poor poor fella, you know, are happening so nigel Wilmshurst, um, <laughs> really sorry that you ended up falling in the puddle uh and getting a bit embarrassed but uh, it, it well, you've got to see the funny side of that uh it could have been a show and tell like, if i'd got the picture but never mind yeah yeah
1: that's very good. Um, would be, no doubt, a very memorable round. It like, can't, can't be very good for him, but there we go. So, next up. How did uh, how did Tom Price and Frederick Yassen van Voeren pass away in 1977? That's both of them died at the same time, I it? to add. Is it that uh, Tom Price was a racing driver? He hit the fire marshal, van Voyeren, killing him. The fire extinguisher, being carried by van Voyeren, hit Tom Price on the head and killed him. Or... Tom Price was a diner at a South African restaurant when Van Voeren collapsed uh, due to having a heart attack and died on the spot. He collapsed into Tom Price, showering him with glass from a drinks tray, the broken glass seven after and, and killed him.
0: Oof, both very, very unfortunate. Um, I would say that the, f- the first one is probably more, both could easily have happened, but I'm going to say the first one's more realistic. Um... That's quite, so So they both died for different reasons, but um, in the same incident, so both, different things killed them both, in, the, in both cases, I suppose. I'm going to say the, the first
1: one, the racing driver one. Racing driver, you'd be correct. Well done. I think I've done well with this one, and I? I? don't know if I've got any yeah, wrong. You're doing pretty well. Uh, I think you might have got one or two wrong, okay. but you're doing, doing pretty well. Um, next up, how did Frank Hayes die in 1923? Is it he had a heart attack whilst riding a horse in a race? He stayed on the horse and the horse won. <laughs> or a hot air balloon crashed into him.
0: Right, okay. So so he was obviously a jockey having a horse race and he he, he died on the horse but managed to stay on and the horse won. What are the odds of that? <laughs> um, I did see the other I, I saw today that in Barnsley, the, uh, the, 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 I was going to make a similar joke because a, a floor of a coral bookies has, has collapsed and I was going to make the same joke about, oh, what are the odds of that? But anyway.
1: and <laughs> uh, everyone else made the same joke on Facebook or not? I'd not seen, but uh, I imagine so. Uh,
0: or oh, the second one, just remind me again.
1: Uh, a hot air balloon oh. crashed into him. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Let's go then with the uh, second one, the hot air balloon.
1: Hot air balloon. Uh, you'd be wrong. Oh. He died on a horse, so he go on to win.
0: Oh, well, I mean, it's kind of a good death, in a way.
1: Well, yeah, it's a victorious one, I suppose, although you weren't around to see it, but there we go. Uh, next up, what, is un- what was unusual about Jimmy... Heseldon's death. Is it he fell off a cliff whilst riding a Segway? Ironically, it was the owner of the company that owns the Segway. Or, he was trying a new lightweight bulletproof vest in Australia, and sadly, during a demonstration, the bullet hit a seam where the protective material joined, penetrated the vest, and killed him.
0: Wow. Well, I've seen somebody uh, fall off a Segway before. I mean, I saw Mike Tyson on the... Yeah. Was, that, was that a Segway? It was more like a hoverboard, weren't it? But I've seen uh, someone fall off a Segway at, uh, I think it was like a at, like, not Centre Parks, but, you know, the, like, yeah, Sherwood I've, Foresty I've... sort of area. You've been on Segways, haven't you?
1: Yeah, it was quite good. It was... It, you think you're going fast, mm. but it transpires that you're really not. I mean, you're only going at... I think you've probably got about... I don't think you got anything more than 10 miles an hour, which is... From earlier on, I think running speed, if you're a top athlete who's sprinting, I think you're doing... Nearish, I think you're doing over twenty miles. I think you're doing about twenty-five miles an hour. Did we not talk about this earlier? <laughs> yeah. So I think you're going somewhere between walking pace and running pace, but you feel like you're going faster.
0: Right. Okay. So I think it's they quite, can. Quite I good, think they can. I think they can be quite dangerous. Um, but the, the second one, and he was the owner of the Segway company for, for the first one. And he was.
1: If, if the first one's true, he owned the company that makes the Segway.
0: The second one, he was he was wearing a bulletproof vest, but the bulletproof vest effectively if it didn't work or actually killed him.
1: Uh, yeah, he, he, he said, this is this new bulletproof vest, and to test it, I'm going to get shot. And it turned out that it didn't quite work as well as he thought it did. Mm, okay.
0: Let's go with the second one.
1: Uh, you'd be wrong. Make a nice... Yeah, apparently a uh, local lad from Yorkshire. and it was, right. I think he was nearest Leeds when he um, when he died, actually. Um, Make a nice segue oh, into yeah. our
0: next feature about segues. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, I think by the sounds of it, someone was on a path and he kind of like moved out of the way and lost control and went, sort of went back over this cliff and was found at the bottom of it, unfortunately.
0: So I was failure to invent a so hoverboard, that's that's what's caused this.
1: Yeah, So if, if it had just been walking, it would have been fine, probably. Mm. Um, next up, how did Kendrick... There's only two left, by the way. How did Kendrick Johnson die in 2013? Is it he was walking with a large ice cream that had a spoon in the top of it, he tripped over and the spoon went through his eye and pierced into his brain, or... It was just, what are you having to you, by the way? Um, <laughs> or was it, it was trying to retrieve a shoe from inside a rolled-up gym mat and got stuck? In a gym mat? Oh, right, okay. Uh, well, yeah, kind of, you know, you're in the gym, you sort of see those things that, like, rolled up.
0: Yeah. It could have just rolled. <laughs> rolled his way back out. Hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, the ice cream one's nasty. Hmm. Um, if it was one of those other types, you remember the the, the ice creams that had, like, the uh, the like the bubbly in the bottom? It could have just replaced yeah. his eye out. Oh, there we are. <laughs> the screw uh, But No, them fun. long spoons, they are, They are. Um, I, can't, I can see why they're dangerous if one of those goes in your eye. Quite long, aren't they as well? Yeah. I mean, any spoon in your eye, any, any sort of utensil in your eye is not great. What utensil would you rather
1: have in your eye? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, perhaps it'd be a spoon at the other end so it can like, sort of like get in behind it. You probably wouldn't want anything <laughs> too sharp, would you? You wouldn't want a fork in there, I mean. No. Or a knife. No. So, um, I don't know. Would there be anything good? I don't know kid's plastic Bit. spoon or something yeah maybe one of those sort of spaghetti things with the holes in it um, yeah. or a masher just yeah. to, i don't know I've, I've, I've never really thought about it in all honestly for some mm. reason i don't know why
0: yeah okay um right so he would have dropped his ice cream as well which is obviously real disappointing
1: yeah. Got some ice cream as well i'd be really annoyed cost about 10 quid
0: well the second one just just brief you don't have to say the whole thing just remind me what the uh what it involves and i'll
1: uh, it was trying to get shoot. Oh, yeah, they... in the,
0: stuck in the gym, Matt, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I reckon it might be the one getting stuck. They're the ones I'm most uh-huh. scared of, actually. I hate the
1: thought of getting stuck in something. Yeah, and not being powerless mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, yes, you'd be right. <clears throat> a, a slight footnote is, unfortunately, it's, it, there was something that I was reading that the police actually possibly looked into the fact that that might not have been the case. They might have actually been put placed in there and a shoe sort of falsely trying to put in. So I'm not quite sure how that finished off, by the way. But that was mm. that was how police assumed you died initially. Um, next up, how did Lottie Michelle Belk? This is the last one. How did Lottie Michelle Belk die in 2016? Since she was locked overnight in a walk-in freezer at the Burger King she worked at, or she was stabbed in the chest by a beach umbrella?
0: So stabbed in the chest with a beach umbrella, or stuck in a walk-in freezer in, in Burger King? In, in Burger again, King again. Then walk-in freezers. I've, be, I've been in them before in uh, my various previous roles uh, working in hospitality when I was. 16 to 21 years old or something uh they, mm-hmm. are, they are you know if you get stuck in one of them it you know you'd have to wrap yourself up in whatever you could but quite often those things are cold as well um, yeah well yeah,
1: it would be if it's in a freezer That's i defrosted
0: question. i defrosted my freezer last night uh yeah have you ever do you know a quick way of doing it
1: which i was amazed um, how quick it worked boiling water in the bottom of it well we or? did that
0: as well so little bowls and stuff, boiling water in there. Yeah. But you get like a fan, so like just an ordinary mm-hmm. sort of desk fan type thing. Stand it like mm-hmm. on a chair or just sort of facing upwards into the freezer. Keep that going mm-hmm. and it speeds up the time by well, probably like minutes. Yeah. No, a lot. <laughs> like how long would you expect to defrost the freezer fully? Uh, a couple of hours maybe. Oh yeah. It, it's a long task in it. I mean? Quicker. Like so if if it's four hours, I reckon an hour to defrost yes, the freezer sure. just from using a fan. There well you go. Anyway, that's 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 We're going off the yeah. uh, topic of it there. But, uh, yeah. but,
1: but when he's finished, did you see that now at the back of it saying um, freezer that will never need to be defrosted or something? Yeah, that was, well, it's, that it's supposed to, to be also, frostless,
0: you? you know, As he, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to go then. Number one,
1: fr- walking freezer. Walking freezer. Oh, You'd be incorrect. She was stabbed in the chest by a yeah. But yeah, there we go. Um, so yeah, that, that's the end of that quiz. Well done. Um, I think you did pretty well on that one uh, so apologies for a slightly morbid end to that quiz but yeah that's, that's in- what, what you expect when you
0: do. interesting but uh, difficult to make jokes about death although they're quite successfully in some cases yes. Should do well, more I'm of glad, these. glad
1: he can laugh at pretty much any yeah. subject
0: anyway Thank you, everyone, for listening, watching us live, uh, taking part, having to send us a couple of messages, which we got earlier on. Um, and, yeah, keep keep sending us things, and we'll uh, keep you know, sharing them. You, you keep hearing us come up with some interesting show-and-tell stories or little quizzes and yeah. weird things like that. That's what we want to know about, innit? So if there's anyone listening who's got weird things like that they want to share with us, then please do. Uh, yeah, and send have us you have
1: also your... been sexually assaulted near a popular... Um, music group, then if so, please get in touch with us. Probably
0: not the people you want to be reporting that to, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Speak up, you know, if it's happened to you. Speak up, I would say. Anyone. Anyone. Because, mm. although that was a... It was kind of a, You know, we were doing it for a bit of a, a funny sort of thing at the start. Quite serious, isn't it? You are, you are right that, you know, if that had been the other way around, that would be a lot more serious because of the way mm. kind of mm. things are, in it? Like, you know... Yeah. Steal a, boy, a towel off a boy. Not looked like the same as if you stole a towel off a girl. Yeah. So...
1: We're all, all equal in this country, in we this are. society. Anyway. I didn't want it to happen to me. But anyway, um, so, yeah, well, well, I'm glad we've really moved off that morbid subject of death and started talking about um, people getting sexually assaulted <laughs> instead. So, um, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back next week with episode 98. We're getting so close to the 100. Jimbo, yeah, we're going to do something special, think. aren't we? And we're, we're hoping that uh, social distancing rules are relaxed yeah. sufficiently, that we can um, maybe even be together. We can, yeah. On we need some shot. sort of like
0: nice? some sort of cake as well, birthday cake or something for the undrift, don't we? Yeah. So it's yeah. Whether, I Don't know if don't know if you what do you prefer, Cuthbert, Colin, Clyde, Chris, the caterpillar, Chris the caterpillar. All right, okay,
1: mm. right. Uh, First the podcaster. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see what see what see what we get. Um, but what an achievement that will eventually be when we when we do get there.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice
1: um, one. And then we can. I don't know. I'm not sure. What, what, what will life be like when we get to past episode 100? we could class ourselves as veterans of podcasting probably do mm. we have to have lots of dogs black
0: and white spotty dogs for the uh, the one immediately after 101 yeah,
1: yeah. And, then for, and then for 102 Just the yeah true all, yeah true but yeah. there we go we've also right got room point.
0: 101 haven't you so we could put things we don't like into into a box or yeah, yeah. anyway loads That's of ideas point. let's get going thank you very much for listening and watching and listening again and whatever or not listening see you later bye thank you very much see you next week bye bye